Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Castle podcast. I'm Joel Fragamani. I'm going to tell you what's going on at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle this week. And it's a big one, as usual. You know, big one. I'm going to tell you everything, including a show that's very special, very close to my heart. So let's get into it. We've got a show Tuesday, the 7th of November. It's called Two Dykes and a Mike. These are comedians and podcasters, Rachel Scanlon and Mackenzie Goodwin. And they are uh, do irreverent comedy uh, mostly about uh, gay relationships and uh, gay uh, uh, issues. Lesbians, I-, I believe, from their reading the description here. I have not uh, seen them or heard their show, but they are touring all over the country in addition to doing a podcast that you can get everywhere you get podcasts. And uh, that should be a fun show. We've had a bunch of podcasters in recently. And I will tell you this about podcast fans and and. Maybe I don't have it so much here on the Comedy Castle podcast, but dedicated fans. I say that. I feel like now I'm insulting people who are listening. I know you're listening. You're dedicated. You love the Comedy Castle. I'm glad you're here. Maybe not the dedication if I were to go on tour with the Comedy Castle podcast. That's a ways away. But two dykes and a mic, Rachel and Mackenzie, have done it. And they have a show 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday the 7th. And then the next night, again, this is the show that's very close to my heart. The Advanced Comedy Class Showcase at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, November 8th. I'll tell you what. I got 12 students that are performing, meaning I don't have the special opening act to warm me up. I don't have the 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 name working comic closing the show it is all them so i mean this is a huge thing uh uh, for them Uh, a great collection of of men and women and and this is the thing that i say about you know new comics and uh you know why there aren't more women in comedy i believe my class is 50 50 It, it might be seven to five men to women or seven women to five men i i'm not even sure i haven't done i don't have an exact count in front of me but a really diverse group, some young people, uh, some people who are a little older. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. I can guarantee you this is a good one. This Wednesday, the 8th, the Advanced Comedy Class Showcase. I even put on Facebook when I was describing this to, to my followers. I said, look, it's all killer, no filler. No openers, no closers, no uh, set from me, Joel Fregameni. Now, when I say no, all killer, no filler, when I do a set... On one of these comedy class showcases. Ew, it's filler. Absolutely. (laughs) We're trying to get uh, the checks taken care of on last call. And, you know, if the show ends too early, our wait staff can't get that done. So I come in and I do a set just literally to fill the time or to kill the time, depending on how you look at it. And, yeah, I got some good jokes. I'm funny, right? I think. I don't know. But it's all about them tonight. So. Big one, Vance Comedy Class Showcase Wednesday, and then uh, November 9th through the 11th, Thursday to Saturday, J.B. Ball is returning for five shows. Now, J.B. Ball, opening act of Brad Williams. You'll hear us talk about Brad in the interview today when I talk to, to J.B. Uh, Saturday, uh, let's start with Thursday. Let's do that, Joel. Let's go in order. Thursday the 9th at 7.30 p.m., Friday and Saturday at 7.15 and 9.45 p.m., and then 7 o'clock and 9.30 on Saturday, November 11th. So five opportunities to catch J.B. Ball. Super funny dude. You'll hear us talking. 
watched his special on YouTube, which he says, what you're going to see at the Comedy Castle is not that special. And that special is unbelievably good. So if you get to see, uh, I think it's called It's My Privilege. Uh, you'll hear me mention this in the interview about how I watched the whole thing and why I thought that was funny to say I watched the whole thing, but I did. Um, so, yeah, JB Ball this weekend. And then we got an event Sunday as well. Uh, this is the Michigan Now event. Now, this is a private event. Uh, and I believe if you if you go to the ticket link for Michigan Now. Oh, yeah, we are selling tickets uh, for, for this uh, event. And there are tickets available. So uh, check out the website to see what that one is all about. The Michigan Now Benefit. It's actually being put on by one of my students, <laughs> Lori Goldman. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, again, the Michigan National Organization for Women. It's their benefit. I don't know who's really on the lineup. I heard a rumor about <laughs> an elected official being there. Is that true? Anyway, that's Sunday, November 12th at 5.30 p.m., and we do have uh, tickets available on our website if you want to check that out at ComedyCastle.com. All right, uh, we're going to get to J.B. Ball, and here's the thing about J.B. Ball. I'm going to put it out there. I think this guy could be a very big star soon. I think you may be going to a place like the Fox Theater or even a place like the Little Caesars Arena here in Detroit to see J.B. Ball in the future. He's that good. And people say to me, well, Joel, you know, you always say that about all these comics that come through. And yes, they're funny and stuff, but, you know, they don't all make it and they don't all make it. But let's bring up a couple of names of comedians that have appeared at the Comedy Castle in the past that have been in the news recently. Let's talk about two of them. It's a gentleman named Nate Bargetsy who had the privilege of hosting Saturday Night Live just a couple weeks ago. And uh, my comedy students asked me about Nate Bargetsy. I guess they, they, they're fans of his. They knew he was uh, uh, doing Saturday Night Live. And I said, look, Nate played at our club, I think, one weekend a year for like seven, eight years. He's a guy that came here. Nobody knew who he was, but he made his name for himself. Had some very popular specials, but also toured. Did places like the Comedy Castle and did very well at the Comedy Castle. Then started playing other places in town. I think he was at the Fox last time he was here. So, you know, that's a 5,000-seater. It's a big one, the Fox Theater. But Nate did it. He filled it up. And the guy's awesome. And he was just a guy. If I was doing this podcast seven, eight years ago, I'd be like, oh, Nate Bargetsy's here. He's super funny. I talked to him. You're going to enjoy that talk. He's a good guy. You should come see him, and some of you won't come. And then he's at the Fox, and everyone, you, you can't, you know, you can't even get a ticket. He's so popular. So come now. Come to these guys at the Comedy Castle. JB Ball this weekend. Here's another name, Taylor Tomlinson. I believe she did about one weekend at the Comedy Castle a few years ago. And it was super funny. And, and I said to her in the green room, I, I, you know, remember at this point, Taylor, so if you don't know, Taylor Tomlinson is going to be hosting the show after uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert on CBS. It's going to be a reworked version of the old At Midnight game show that they did on Comedy Central. So it's a version of that. Uh, I forget what it's going to be called, but you can look that up. But they've uh, got Taylor hosting, and, and she's not even 30 years old now. So at this point, she might be 24, 25. And I said to her, because I was very impressed by the show that she did, and I said, Taylor, don't get too big to come see us here at the Comedy Castle, okay? 
which, you know, I think that's a compliment, was not taken that way. <laughs> she kind of stared at me and went, what is this old fuck talking about? I don't know. She didn't really say that, but she kind of looked me that way. But, uh, yeah, she's great. And she was great at our club. And then, hey, the next thing you know, she's out there. She did a couple of nights, I think, at the Fox when she was in town last. Now she's got a big gig on CBS, so congratulations to Taylor. Another success story from the Comedy Castle. And I think J.B. Ball is going to do that same thing. And, hey, maybe the advanced comedy class students, those guys will go on to, to fame and fortune. I would hope so. Be a feather in my cap anyway, but uh, let's tell you a little bit about J.B. Ball. For those of you who don't know him, he does tour regularly with Brad Williams. I believe Brad's last appearance in town. J.B. was uh, the feature act for that weekend. Now, here's the thing about J.B., too. Um, he had a hard... Something happened at the Comedy Castle last time he was here. He's going to tell you what it is. We don't want a repeat of that. But, uh, yeah, J.B. is... Uh, is a super funny guy. And I, and I say this to him. I say, you know, he talks about controversial things, race, uh, uh, you know, uh, he talks about in the special, he, he talked about, you know, sort of the closing bit was about saving the turtles. And he had an opinion on that. Um, he's, he's very incisive, intelligent, but always funny. And I, and I say this in the interview, I say, you know what, even if we disagree with you listening, we're not mad at you, you know, we, we even if we even maybe you you've made us come to your opinion. You've been persuasive with this thing, but maybe we'd still like you, you know, even though we disagree with you. And that's that's maybe what's missing from our country a little bit. Right. If I can get on the soapbox, if you don't mind for a minute, maybe we need uh, more voices like J.B. Ball to say, hey, uh, you know, here's how things are. Here's how things should be. Here's how they are. And here's how they should be. And uh, listening to it in, in, a, in a very funny way. He's, he's super good. Um, writes for Kevin Hart. You'll hear him talk about that a little bit. Been all over uh, television, satellite radio. Worked with Snoop Dogg. I mean, done all of the comedy festivals. you hear us talk about that as well. And I really enjoyed his Instagram, too. I liked he, he went to Hawaii. He has jokes about Hawaii. <laughs> and he does a thing called This He Learned Today on Instagram that I thought was great. But I'm going to let you do him right now. I'm going to shut up. And we're going to listen right now to the comedy. Or not the comedy. I'm going to talk to him. He's in an Uber. That's the other thing I should say. He's in an Uber. The sound, I'm going to make the sound quality as good as I can make it. We didn't even talk for 20 minutes. He was getting out of the car. So we said goodbye. But uh, I think it's going to be enough to have you guys come out and buy tickets. Anyway, here we are. J.B. Ball. Ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line, I have the very busy JB Ball. He's on his way to the airport. Thanks for talking to me, JB. What's going on, you guys? What's going on, my man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Now, this is uh, this is a return to the Comedy Castle for you this weekend. It is. It is. I had a great time last time. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking, to, looking forward to turning it up. This, uh, this new hour is it's pretty crazy. Yeah, because I watched uh, the special, the YouTube special. And thought it was terrific. And I saw you last time you were in town. I can't remember which was which or if that. So this is all new stuff you're doing? Yeah, oh. all new stuff. So if you've seen the special, you've never seen any of the jokes. Before. Nice. <laughs> there you go. And when I say I watch the special, I say that a lot. I interview all these guys every weekend. And I, you know, I watch the special. I prepare. I want to be into it. 
I don't say these words often. I watched the whole special because I did in your case, and I don't always. No, I totally get that. I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I do. I do appreciate that. I, one of the things about uh, my act in particular is it. It really is crafted as a like a full circle show. So there is a relevance to seeing something in the beginning, middle, and end, and yeah. it's not just a uh, random jokes out of nowhere. Like you'll you'll see like by the end of it, like there is an overall purpose and a story arc. And I try to make sure to do that with every hour. Yeah. So this, uh, this weekend's going to be no different. Uh, I'm excited to show you guys like what it is. It's very exciting. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And uh, and this is because this is you were in a, for a one nighter, I believe, last time. And this time it's the the full weekend. That'd be the full week. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because you were, I believe, last time you were in town, you had you had opened for Kevin Hart a couple days before, and then came to our club. I'm trying to remember if that was right or not. Uh, so I, uh, no, no. I, what uh, what happened was I, I write for Kevin Hart. Oh. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, behind the scenes, I'm doing stuff for him <laughs> on particular types of projects, nice. and then I'll, I'll tour when I can. So like, I'll tour with Brad Williams and on my own. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Brad because Brad's a favorite at our club, and uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. So I know, I know you guys. I mean, you're so funny, and his show is unbelievable. So, I mean, it must be a great time. Um, oh, it's incredible! Yeah, like we're best friends. So it's yeah. one of those things when we're on the same show together. It's just yeah, all out like balls to the wall, like like it's it's such a ruckus, but I'm, it's such a fun time. But I'm going to ask you a question because when Brad comes to Detroit. It's sort, and maybe this happens in other cities, and that's, I guess, the question I'm getting at here. When Brad comes, it's like there's always like people. It's like the circus comes to town. All these people come out of the woodwork. Like we'll be in the dressing room, and he's like, "Oh, this guy does security for Nickelback, man. This guy loves me. He let him in, and this guy's coming in." And then there'll be porn stars who showed up after the show to hang yeah. out. Oh, that she's my fan. Yeah, we're letting her in. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a connected dude. Oh, he's a rock star, man. He really is. Yeah. He's a rock star. It's just, one of the one of the things with uh, Brad Tech that really works out is he is just as into the people who are into him. Yeah. So it, it just kind of lines up perfectly for him. Like everybody that he's super into, they turn out to be fans of his as well. And so it's not really a big deal for them to get together and be like, hey, let's let's meet up. Let's do something. So yeah. it's like every city I've ever been to with him, there's someone cool there. Where it's just <laughs> like, oh, snap. I didn't know that this person lived here. That's badass. Yeah. It's like, man, what a life this guy leads. And you're, you're doing oh, it too, man. I saw Thank what you're you, Yeah. Yeah, what? it's going well. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. just started following me. That was really? big for me. Oh man! Oh yeah, he's you know my favorite athlete ever. So that's it's nice to know that people you look up to are, are enjoying the stuff that you're yeah. doing as well. So that, that's nice. Yeah, Ken Griffey, that's something else, man. I love oh, that. That was guy. big for me. I tried to underplay it, but that was yeah, I was doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you because I know you talk about the NBA in your in your special and that. But yeah. I, I bounced this off a comic who uses a comic had a few weeks ago. It's talking about the NBA. And I go, well, you know, Rick Mahorn's doing comedy in Detroit now. Is he really? <laughs> and he goes, this guy goes, who's Rick Mahorn? I'm like, oh, oh no. dude, oh, no. come yeah. on now. Like, I know. I want to I see Rick Mahorn deal with the heckler. What's he going to put him through a wall? <laughs> He's going to elbow him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the last guy you want to heckle. <laughs> Send him to the line. Uh, but, like crowd work. What do you mean? You mean like throw him into the uh, crowd? Like what are you talking about? I know, but he's a fan. He's a fan of comedy. He he was hanging out. Uh, we have Michael Rappaport and Mahorn was backstage with them hanging out. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a good. Oh dude. no, that's awesome, man. I was wondering yeah. what Rick's been up to. So that's actually that's actually pretty exciting. Like I'd yeah. like to see his stuff. Yeah, I did a show with. Uh, I don't know if you know Glenn Big Baby Davis is, but he was trying yeah. to do stand up for a while. Okay. And uh, so I'm telling you. If he works at it, 
yeah. surprisingly good. Good. That's so awesome. There, there's some actual potential there. I don't know that he'll see it through, but if he does, he'll have a fun act. The yeah. guy's got some shot. That's nice, man. That's good to know. Um, and then you talk a lot. You kind of open your special with the Florida stuff. And, and I'm yeah. always curious, you know, growing up in Florida where that was like, because people here and I go on vacation. I'm probably in Florida maybe every other year, if not every year. Um, yeah. you know, it could be Naples, Orlando, Miami, been all those places. But um, sure. wh- what's it like as a kid? I mean, is it just seem like this is normal? Like, because it is different when you travel, you know, you do see the sure. Florida like- is different, but. Yeah. So the thing is, like the way I argue it is, yeah, there's Florida you hear about in the news and then there's the Florida you would see day to day. They're two totally different things, right? Right. Florida's going to feel like any other place Mm -hmm. that you would live. There's nothing about it that would stand out as awkward if you were there. Like I could take you to places in Florida that you would absolutely love no matter where you're from. So for me, my my experience growing up there was so different than than the storyline I was always seeing or Mm -hmm. hearing from other people. Uh, and that's kind of like why I wanted to speak to that in the special where, where I'm going like, hey, man, I'm not saying this place isn't crazy, but it's not any more crazy than any of the places you've been either. It's yeah. just you're just hearing about this. Well, that's true. Because uh, I went to I used to tour like little small towns in Florida. I yeah, used yeah, to yeah. work for Giggles. I don't know if that's still around, but Giggles no, no. had these one nighters. And you'd oh, go like it. they were like I was I throw, drove through a forest in Florida to do a show. In some oh, small yeah, time. I do not doubt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right up that alley. It's like but it. yeah, I always feel like all small towns are the same yeah. more than you would want to differentiate exactly. states apart. You know what I mean? Right. It's like once you get out of like a major metropolis, like mm. every small town is essentially the same. Uh, the people in those small towns, generally speaking, all are relatively the same. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. It's just, no. it's just easy to notice those correlations. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's more... Florida that people are talking about as opposed to like the metropolises. Yeah. Like right. every now and again you'll hear a crazy story from like a Miami or a yeah. Orlando or a Tampa or something like that. But for the most part, you're hearing about Lakeland or Arcadia or like yeah. these places in between that yeah. like people aren't frequenting. So yeah. I, I played Ocala, Florida. Oh, Ocala, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of stories there. <laughs> exactly. I did a I, I did a show there once. And the uh, the condo that they had me staying in, the uh, the drapes to the windows were being held up with uh, kitchen knives, just like <laughs> stabbed into the walls. <laughs> I was just like, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to be in a uh, different hotel. Well, co- comics got to sleep in, right? You don't want that light hitting you. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, that was uh, that was more important than me feeling unattacked by the, uh, the building itself. Exactly. Like, uh, who was here before me? Yeah. Um, let me ask you about Kanye, because, you know, you, you dedicate the special a little bit of time to Kanye. And uh, I read this New York Times article about the Adidas thing. And yeah. they were like, he was crazy from day one of our relationship. Yeah. It's not like he went crazy. He had been crazy and they covered up for him. Yeah, no, like the thing about Kanye is that he's never stopped being exactly who he yeah. always was. It's just. This is the way I look at it, right? If you want to, I know people like get sensitive about using the word crazy, but just Mm -hmm. if I'm generalizing here, Kanye has always been a variation of crazy, but as long as his crazy is pointed in the direction that you like, you like it. So you don't see Mm -hmm. it as crazy. Yeah. The minute it's pointed in a direction you don't like, Ah. it is only craziness, right? Right. And so I, I think Kanye became super endearing to a lot of people when he first came out because he was pointing his crazy towards things that we genuinely didn't like things yeah. that we had negative dispositions towards. So we just kind of viewed him as 
I don't, I don't know if hero is the word, right? But yeah. just at least a spokesperson for um, the people who didn't have representation in those mm-hmm. in those moments of conflict. Yeah. And it, it, made, it made him easy to root for, right? But now he's gone off the deep end. Yeah. It's, and he is for sure pointed in the direction that, like, I can absolutely not get behind. Yeah, that's and, too um, bad. Yeah, it's one of those things. But to your point, he's always been that guy. It's just when somebody's speaking up about the thing you're passionate about, they don't sound crazy to you at all. Yeah. But he was always that passionate and that wild and that like, you know, uh, unpolished, if you want to say. So well, I think yeah, this, yeah, that makes sense. And I think the success sort of amplifies the negative qualities, you know, that some people when they find fame, it's the, you know, they, they, they you know, even if they're a good guy, they're, they're coming up the climbing the ladder, you know, in show business. Yeah. And then you hit yeah. it. And then it's like all those negative things just start compounding oh absolutely the, absolutely yeah. and and one of the things that um i have found interesting with like like garnering more attention is that uh what you'll learn is like as you speak to different entities like like even in this context right i if someone else hears this they don't get to have a conversation or a rebuttal or ask further questions mm-hmm. about whatever it is i'm talking about so you end up being judged for like these little minute uh, quotes or moments that you have without being able to provide like wider context. Right. And so like Kanye's dealing with that, like to a heightened circumstance, right. Where it's, he's so famous, like, no, the average Joe isn't going to get to have a conversation yeah. with that guy and see if they can feel, figure out like, Oh, he meant this and he worded it wrong or something like that. What I will say is Kanye has a bigger platform to elaborate more. Mm-hmm. And so I still put that on him. Like that's, that's, I'm not trying to defend him, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> Uh, us as the consumer, we don't realize how much we don't know about what is being conveyed by the people speaking, right? Because you have such finite amounts of time to try to communicate a point. When you're talking about something complicated, you can't get out like every way you feel and everything you're trying to take into account as you speak. So there's always going to be issues. Like the more famous you become, the more your words are going to be parsed and the more they're going to be misinterpreted as well. It's just, it just comes with the territory, but it sucks. I wish like we had a way to like communicate to the fans that, Hey, the way you're hearing this is not the way I yeah. need to convey it, but I don't have a better way to like give you the whole story. Right. Yeah. That's, that's so. a, that's a good take on it. It's intelligent, but it's, it's not unlike your comedy, which is so, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're talking sometimes about controversial issues, uh, For sure. but I think you're one of those guys. And I think that's why you're as successful as you are. Even if people disagree with you, mm-hmm. it's not even, even if you're not convinced that we're coming to your side of it, you can right. respect your opinion on it because it's, it's reasoned and it's, it's funny. And, uh, exactly. That, that's the point. The yeah. point at the end of the day is to have a good time laughing about something that's relevant. Yeah. And hopefully everybody leaves smarter than when they came in. That's mm-hmm. the real point. Yeah. Right. And so if this starts a conversation and it helps us get in the right direction, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Because the intent is only to make anybody feel bad unless they are, in fact, a bad person. Yeah. And so that's it. And that's that's to me, that's always what the best comedy was. Like I always thought it was uh, dancing on the line, pushing, like mm-hmm. pushing the edge of like, what can we actually have fun doing jokes about? But did I leave smarter than when I came in? Did I leave yeah. with an understanding of a perspective that maybe I did I hadn't considered, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's the point. It's never to attack anybody, but yeah. it, it is to like hopefully open eyes and start having fun together. Like yeah. that's what I'm hoping to cause. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm I'm really in. I like I said, I was watching your Instagrams and. 
the stuff you learned today was that was that the the the, the segment there? I like those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like doing uh something I learned today is a segment something where I, I, I take a fun a fun fact and uh, and I'll do a minute of jokes about it. <laughs> and uh, it's always a fun thing because it's always stuff that people didn't you know. It's just random stuff you wouldn't know, but now you're like, oh my god, I had no idea. That's how that works. This yeah. is pretty funny. So right. it's just like a fun exercise to do each day. But yeah, I'm into stuff like that. I'm full of. I've written for a ton of people at a ton of shows. Nice. I'm full of a bunch of random information. I don't know what to do with, but it's fun to share. So <laughs> yeah. if nothing else, these are random things you can bring up at a at a party when you're in conversation yeah. and you can sound interesting. Well, how much how much do you know about Detroit? How much time have you spent here? Not a ton. Not a ton. I had only got to go that one time yeah. and I had spent Excuse me. I had to spend most of that time in Royal Oak. And yeah. Believe it or not, I actually uh, I got sick while I was there last time. Oh, really? And so I had to spend part of that time in a hospital. I had to miss a show. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. When I uh, I got food poisoning or something. Oh, wow. I don't know what it was. And then uh, this is I'm not kidding you. <laughs> During one of my sets, ten minutes into the set, shit my pants. Nobody oh. knows that. Finished the whole set. <laughs> Incredible show, super fun. Went straight to the hospital. Yeah, after. okay. You know what? I remember. I remember that now. Actually, now that you're pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those like that felt like my uh, it felt like my Jordan. Yeah, game. okay. Yeah, you know? I, re- I remember that. But you remember what you ate? Because I remember it was you and Brad, right? And you were talking about yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, well, I can tell you. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, tell me it's all. It wasn't. Thing. It was not the <laughs> comedy castle drinks or nachos and Correct. popcorn. That's all we said. Correct. It- it was yeah, not it was that. not that. It was not that. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me get to let me. Get, I know you got to go. I know you're in a rush yeah. here. What else do I got for you here? Oh, tell me this, because I teach comedy class and I talk okay. about this. And as I'm reading your bio, it shows the comedy festivals that you've performed at over the years. Now, mm-hmm. did you do comedy festivals before you were known, before you were getting invited to them? Were you one of those guys who submitted and sent the tape and paid the money and all that? Oh, stuff? yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah, I did yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah, because, well, my thing was, like, I was a big fish in a small pond, but I wanted to get my name out, get the word out, and get in with some other bookers and some yeah. other markets so I could kind of travel a little more. So mm-hmm. that's that's why I did it. So, yeah. yeah, I did the whole submission process, Yeah, put together, you know, my best set tapes. And uh, and for two years, I, I hit it really hard. Yeah. So for, like, I think it was 2014 and 2015, I yeah. hit the, uh, the festivals hard and had a lot of success with that. And that nice. was kind of the springboard. For my career and right. getting JFL and new faces and good. Uh, getting my management the whole nine and then moving to LA and the whole nine. So yeah, festivals were an absolute necessity All for right. me. Because my, my students ask me and I say, well, you know, I think you got to number one, pick the right festival. Cause I talked oh, to sure. some of these guys and they go, you know, I went and, you know, they're not famous and they submit and then they end up on these community showcases in a church sure. basement somewhere. And they feel like they wasted a bunch of money going to some town. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. I know I made the choice of just ne- I would only submit to celebrities that had industry representation there. Ah, OK. Now, granted, like, you don't always know what that industry is. Yeah. But. um, uh, Sorry about that. I'm, I'm just getting out the Uber. That's OK. Um, yeah, we'll let so, you go. All good. All good. So basically, I would just say, like, look. I'm looking to network with people who can help me. That's what I'm looking to get out of the special. Yeah. So if they are marketing that those kind of people are going to be there, I'm willing to submit. Nice. If they don't, then I'm not. All right, JB. So I just, I just kind of did it like that. But um, yeah, no, it, it absolutely worked out. And I would say, even if that's not the case mm-hmm. for those specials, I still, for the specials, I mean, yeah. I still think getting the experience of performing under a new circumstance in a new place, right. under new conditions is still useful to any comic. So I, 
I'm not one to say don't do a festival. I'm just saying, like, if you are, you know, if you are strapped for money <laughs> and you can only choose one or two, then yeah, yeah like, be a little more strict with what you accept. There you go. But I think what really happened at those festivals that helped me is I felt like I was overqualified for them by the time that I did them. Yeah. So all the circumstances that we had to perform under, I got to stand out in because it, it was something I'd already done before. It was something that I wasn't thrown off by. And a lot of the comics who I was seeing there, it seemed like they were people who tried to do festivals too soon. I got you. And then they ended up like in these situations that they didn't know how to navigate with the type of material that they had. They just didn't have enough shops or enough material to pull from to kind of handle this circumstance versus that circumstance. Right. So it's a good litmus test for where you're at in terms of just being able to jump up and do a show. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, good. A variety I'm learning today. This is great. <laughs> oh yeah man well jb hey man i'm gonna let you go catch that plane safe travels and we'll see you this weekend thank you sir i will and see I, you this weekend good, and hopefully your your belly holds up and you're not sick and the whole thing i'll be good i'm bringing my own food i'm not eating anything in michigan i'm, I'm <laughs> we joking got, we got great food i'll tell you where to go when you <laughs> yeah. get here all right jb okay, perfect, take perfect. care man thank right, you thank so you much for man. talking bye-bye all right jb ball in a in a in a hurry everybody running around go flying and, and look, I'm recording this on Monday, the 6th. He's not even flying here. I don't know what he's doing. I think his manager said he's shooting. So I don't know what he's shooting, but he's doing something. You guys all over the place. Catch him now. Like I said, catch him now. Not in a year, two years, three years in a big place. You come now to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. Intimate seating. Might even get to say hi to JB Ball at the end of the night. I don't know. Maybe. We got good openers this weekend, too. I, I failed to mention that earlier, but uh, I, I, the feature act this weekend, Adam Sokol from New York City. Now, it's it's hard for me to say Adam Sokol from New York City because Adam Sokol, to me, is a Detroit comic, a Comedy Castle comic. He's even, a if you want to go way back, he's a Club Bart comic. Club Bart was my name of the place that had my open mic that I used to run pre-comedy castle in Ferndale, Michigan. And Adam was my dude. He's funny. So come see Adam this weekend and Emma Stevenson, a very funny comedian is opening as well. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a great weekend. And uh, JB ball, two dykes and a mic on Tuesday, my advanced comedy class. I hope you all get to make it out to that one. I'm really proud of those guys. And uh, yeah. And then the Michigan now benefit. So let's do that. Let's let's leave you with that. Go to ComedyCastle.com to get those tickets. I'm excited. Might even be a special guest this weekend with JB Ball. I don't want to say too much about that because those things can always fall through. Could be a special guest. It ain't going to be me, but it would be special. <laughs> so let's get you out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. We'll see you this weekend. Come say hi. I'm there. I take you to your seat. I start the show. It's going to be great. We'll see you.